Dove Schwartz here in Jerusalem, in the distance behind me, the Mount of Olives, the place from which our Messiah Jesus proclaimed, watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming. Welcome to the program, the program designed to help us watch therefore and be ready. Welcome to the program today. I have a special place in the Hebrew Scriptures to read from and to teach from today. Why? Because part of the, the concept of the program Watch Therefore is to teach the Word of God in a way that will help prepare you, the viewer, and myself as I teach it as well, to be the faithful servant who's watching for the Master to come and doing what he commanded. Now the Bible teaches in Romans chapter 15 verse 4 that these things were written before for our learning that through the patience and comfort of the scriptures we might have hope. And this is a program today that will strengthen your hope, that will give you hope. Hope is a very powerful thing. Hallelujah. First, a word of prayer. Oh Father in heaven, thank you in our great Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus' name. Thank you that we're together around your word today to, to have our, our faith strengthened and that you might give us hope. And, and you give a hope that doesn't disappoint, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, uh, for blessing us today. In Messiah Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So there's a familiar story in the book of 2 Kings. It's with the prophet uh, Elisha, or Elisha uh, who, of course, uh, received a double portion anointing from the prophet Elijah. And uh, there's some important things in these passages for us today that we might have hope. So we're going to start in 2 Kings chapter 4 beginning in verse 8. Now it happened one day that Elisha went to Shunem where there was a notable woman and she persuaded him to eat some food. So it was as often as he passed by, he would turn in there to eat some food. And she said to her husband, look now, I know that this is a holy man of God who passes by us regularly. Please let us make a small upper room on the wall and let us put a bed for him there and a table and a chair and a lampstand so it will be whenever he comes to us, he can turn in there. And it happened one day that he came there and he turned into the upper room and lay down there. Then he said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite woman. When he called her, she stood before him. Continuing now in verse 13. And he said to him, say now to her, look, you have been concerned for us with all this care. What can I do for you? Do you want me to speak on your behalf to the king or to the commander of the army? She answered, I dwell among my own people. So he said, what then is to be done for her? Gehazi answered, actually, she has no son and her husband is old. So he said, call her. When he had called her, she stood in the doorway. Then he said, about this time next year, you shall embrace a son. And she said, no, my Lord, man of God, do not lie to your maidservant. But the woman conceived and bore a son when the appointed time had come, of which Elisha had told her. Oh, there's so much here, and it's so rich. First, let me say this. 
that when Elisha asked the woman uh, what he could do for her, the last thing she would have considered was to ask for a son, that she could somehow conceive a son. Why? Because that's something she probably had lost hope for long ago before this, uh, this scenario took place. And, and, and some have lost hope and have stopped asking our Father in heaven, our Lord Jesus also, uh, and, and trusting in the Holy Spirit because they think the time has passed for their things, the things they dreamed for, the things they had longed for, the things they had hoped for. Oftentimes, even things promised by the Lord. Now, listen, there are some promises in the Bible that are for every believer in Jesus, the Lord. At the same time, there are very specific promises to each one of us the Lord gives. And, and, and the, the problem is, is that time goes by. Things happen. Circumstances change. We get older and, and, and sometimes even more cynical and we, we lose hope. I've almost lost hope for things the Lord's promised me. Yet I've learned something. And uh, Paul tells Timothy, the, his disciple, this in 2 Timothy, that even when we're faithless, the Lord is faithful. Hallelujah. And, and, and the Lord similarly gave another promised son, Isaac, who was a picture of the promised son, Messiah, Yeshua. Hallelujah. So what am I saying here? Don't lose hope. Do not lose hope. It's not too late. Only believe in Messiah Jesus. And at the appointed time, you will conceive if it's truly something the Lord has promised you. And there's a passage in Psalm 37 I want to read. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. And in this context, what it means is, is that as we delight ourselves in the Lord, his desires become our desires. His thoughts become our thoughts. And that as we pray and as we ask, he's already moved in our hearts to provide that which we're asking for because we've been delighting in him. We've been abiding in him. We're being changed into the image of our Lord Jesus. And, and that which we desire is what he desires for us too. Continuing on in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 18. And the child grew. Now it happened one day that he went out to his father to the reapers. And he said to his father, my head, my head. So he said to a servant, carry him to his mother. When he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon and then died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, shut the door upon him and went out. Then she called to her husband and said, Please send me one of the young men and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of God and come back. So he said, Why are you going to him today? It is either the new, neither the new moon or the Sabbath. And she said, It is well. Think of this. The promised son died, yet she had no word of complaint or worry to her husband. Why? Her husband did not promise her the child. Her husband is not the one who gave the child life. She's going to the source of life. Messiah Jesus told us he is the way, truth, and the life. And I'll talk about this more in a moment. But back to the story, 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 24. Then she saddled a donkey and said to her servant, Drive and go forward. Do not slacken the pace. 
for me unless I tell you. And so she departed and went to the man of God at Mount Carmel. So it was when the man of God saw her afar off that he said to his servant Gehazi, Look, the Shunammite woman, please run now to meet her and say to her, Is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, It is well. Now when she came to the man of God at the hill, she caught him by the feet. But, but Gehazi came near to push her away. But the man of God said, Let her alone, for her soul is in deep distress, and the Lord has hidden it from me and has not told me. So she said, did I ask a son of my Lord? Did I not say, do not deceive me? Notice that again, she says, it is well. She's not issuing her complaint or looking for help from any man except the man of God. What did this mean in Old Testament times, the man of God? Well, to understand that, we need to look at Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in the past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds. When an Old Testament like Elisha prophesied, it was the very word of God. This prophet Elisha was given a powerful measure of the kind of authority to speak and act on behalf of Elohim, which is a type and a picture of the full authority given to Jesus Christ. Excuse me, hallelujah. This woman knew how to get to the Elohim, the God of Israel. She knew he was the only one who could really help. In the same way, as I mentioned earlier, Yeshua, the Lord says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So in this same way, we can go to Abba Father. By His grace, not operating through the man of God, but through the God-man, Jesus Christ. Glory. Before going to a new covenant, man of God, prophet or pastor, for example, first we must go through the God-man. Yeshua. Hallelujah. Uh, look at this passage in Hebrews chapter 4, beginning of verse 14. Seeing that then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Yes, what we need to do is we need to come before Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. We need to get to Him. We need to pursue Him for help, for grace and mercy. Listen, uh, you, you hear me on this program oftentimes, if you regularly watch this program, speak about this generation and how serious it is. And, and I have learned, and I'm increasingly learning, that ultimately, no one can help me except for God my Father, Abba Father, through my Messiah Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, especially in this hour and in the days to come. This is something we all need to learn 
in a deeper way. And I think by the time our program is over today, there's going to be a measure of His grace and His mercy that's going to give us a, a greater capacity in terms of having eyes that can see and ears that can hear. Yes, hallelujah to the Lord our God. Let's watch therefore. I have important information to share with our viewers. This Watch Therefore television program is expanding into new areas. And I'm thankful for that because this message challenges the lukewarm, shake out of your lukewarmness and get ready for our King, Messiah Jesus, who promised that he's coming for us in the clouds to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. Also, this Watch Therefore message challenges the lost the signs are all around us. Get ready, repent of your sin, and believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, we have ministries operating under the Watch Therefore umbrella because the faithful servant is watching for the master to come, but he's also doing what the master commanded, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first, then the Gentiles, Romans 1.16, are to the Jew first ministry, blessing Israeli believers, co-founded by myself and our ministry partner, John McTurnan, ah, we're partnering with Israeli believers in Yeshua, getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, and so much more. And our To the Gentiles platform poured out for the nations. We reach out into the nations with the gospel and discipleship in Africa, uh, helping orphans and doing pastors conferences. All there, it's so exciting. We just put a water well on the Naka Valley refugee settlement to help 450 orphans and vulnerable children on the camp have drinking water. Such a blessing, and we partnered together to get to do that. Now, I'm gonna talk about money here, and, and first, I like to say this. If you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this program. It's our desire that you would just be our guests on the program today, and please receive Jesus as Lord. We pray even today that you would do that. For those of you who are born again believers in Messiah Jesus, you want to lay your treasures up in heaven. What you can do is get on our monthly mailing list. You can uh, become prayer and financial partners and keep up with what we're doing in these blessings really believers and poured out for the nation's monthly newsletters. Go to watchtherefore.tv and sign up. And we trust the Lord, the airtime and what we're doing is so very expensive. But our help comes from the Lord, maker in heaven and earth, and we trust Him to raise up from our viewers faithful partners that will come alongside and together we will lay our treasures up in heaven and prepare to meet our King in the clouds. We want to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Also, we're in the closing weeks of this offer of my book, America's Ark. I've been teaching uh, through the book uh, for the last many weeks, and, and so we've got a few weeks left, and if you're interested, what you can do uh, is for any gift amount that comes into the ministry, we don't want anyone not to get a book because of money, for any gift amount that comes into, into the ministry, we will send you the book, America's Ark. But what you have to do, if you're, if you're sending in a check, in the memo section, write America's Ark, and if you're giving online, then what you do is somewhere in the notes, there's a place where you can write uh, America's Ark. So be sure to do that. Now we're going back to the program. Remember, watch therefore and be ready.
welcome back to Watch Therefore. We're continuing on in this important historical account of a Shunammite woman and the son that she was promised by God's man Elisha. After many years of giving up hope for a son, she conceives, she has a son, then later the son dies. She demonstrates that she knows that only the God of Israel can help her. As she doesn't complain, she doesn't tell other people, she gets to the prophet Elisha and finds out uh, that, that uh, he is interested. He wants to help and, and hope is not lost. Hallelujah. And this is a, a historical account, a story that gives us hope, which is something I mentioned, I mentioned in the first segment. So uh, picking back up in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 29, then he, Elisha, said to Gehazi, Get yourself ready and take my staff in your hand and be on your way. If you meet anyone, do not greet him. And if anyone greets you, do not answer him, but lay my staff on the face of the child. And the mother of the child said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So he arose and followed her. Now Gehazi went on ahead of them and laid the staff on the face of the child, but there was neither voice nor hearing. Therefore he went back to meet him and told him, saying, The child is not awakened. When Elisha came to, into the house, there was the child lying dead on his bed. Let's just go right on down to verse uh, 33. Uh, he went in, therefore shut the door behind the two of them and prayed to the Lord. And he went up and lay on the child and put his mouth on his mouth, his eyes on his eyes and his hands on his hands. And he stretched himself out on the child and the flesh of the child became warm. He returned and walked back and forth in the house and again went up and stretched himself out on him. Then the child sneezed seven times and the child opened his eyes and he called Gehazi and said, call this Shunammite woman. So he called her and when she came into him, he said, pick up your son. So she went in, fell at his feet and bowed down to the ground. Then she picked up her son and went out. Now, there's some things we can learn here that are so important. Here is a notable woman. That's what it said. Uh, we saw in the first segment at the beginning of this, of this story that she's a notable woman. She's a woman of means and, and some measure of prominence. She was, she's honored this man of God. She's bowed herself down to the ground at least twice. She's humbled herself before the Lord and received two miraculous answers to her petitions to the Lord. Dear ones watching today, the Lord is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He says, seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. Keep asking. Keep seeking. Honor the Lord Yeshua today and, the, and, and, and truly serve him. Humble yourself before our Lord Jesus. Two friends you need to make in this generation especially. Make good close friends with Mr. Humility and Mr. Brokenness. The Lord draws near to the humble, but he's afar off from the proud. Cry out to him and watch how he moves miraculously in your heart, in your mind, and in your life situations. Now, most would think this is the end of the story, yet it really isn't. Because there's a, a, a few chapters later, uh, there's another historical account, a testimony of this precious dear woman of God. And so now we're going to go forward to 2 Kings chapter 8. Then Elisha spoke to the woman whose son 
he had restored to life saying, arise and go to your household and, and, and stay wherever you can. For the Lord has called for a famine and furthermore, it will come upon the land for seven years. Wow. This woman knows when the Lord speaks based on her life experiences walking with the Lord, the Lord means business and she needs to listen. And you see, today, nothing's changed in this regard because Messiah Jesus, his sheep, they hear his voice and they follow him. This is the same way that Elisha knew to tell this woman this. She heard from the Lord before he came to his earthly ministry later on in the New Covenant Scriptures. And, and, and now we look back historically at that. But he was looking forward to the cross. But before coming to the cross, Elisha was hearing from the Lord. Hallelujah. So this woman trusts it's time to listen. It's time to move. And, and that's what we need to do this in this generation. We need to be able to hear from the Lord and make adjustments very quickly if necessary. 2 Kings 8, 2. So the woman arose and did according to the saying of the man of God. And she went with her household and dwelt in the land of the Philistines. The Philistines. Seven years. Think of this. This notable woman who has truly experienced the miraculous hand of the Lord, goes and lives with the godless Philistines for seven long years. This is not vacation land USA, folks. This is the land of the Philistines. It would have been a horrible place to be for seven days, let alone seven years. But, but think of this. Think of how Messiah Jesus left his glory and his honor and his power to come to this dark, wretched earth and to dwell among us and to be cursed and to be mocked and to be accused and to be beaten and to be humiliated and to be crucified. You know something? The Lord doesn't ask others to do what he's not willing to do himself and more. Right? He spoke in the scriptures of some of the religious leaders and they would put all these heavy religious burdens on people, but they wouldn't do those things themselves. Oh, no, no, no. They would walk around uh, in holy garb, acting very special and pompous and pious and full of pride and, and arrogance. Yeah? Well, uh, it, it's, not, it, it, it's, it's not too much for the Lord. No, he came and lived, leaving all of his glory to dwell among us in this horribly dark place. And, and, and think of this. this, this woman, she goes after experiencing the Lord and lives in the land of the Philistines. Here's what I'm saying. If it's not too awful for him, our Lord Jesus, and if it's not too awful for this woman, then it's not too awful for me to live in this rotten, strange, weird generation with the joy of the Lord, with the hope he promises that he's coming for us in the clouds one day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By grace, I will joyfully bear up under and persevere. Hallelujah. Second Kings 8, 3, and just we're going to read the rest of the story. It came to pass at the end of seven years that the woman returned from the land of the Philistines, and she went to make an appeal to the king for her house and for her land. Then the king talked with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, saying, Tell me, please, all the great things Elisha has done. 
Now it happened as he was telling the king how he had restored the dead to life, that there was the woman whose son he had restored to life appealing to the king for her house and for her land. And Gehazi said, My lord, O king, this is the woman and this is her son for whom Elisha restored to life. And when the king asked the woman, she told him. So the king appointed a certain officer for her saying, Restore all that was hers and all the proceeds of the field from the day that she left the land until now. She is restored as if all of the land that she had that she left to go to the land of the Philistines, as if it was producing fruit and she was selling it and bringing in profits from it. Everything was fully restored in a way that she could have never imagined because of the grace and the goodness and the glory of the Lord towards this woman of faith. There's an old song out there that goes like this. It will be worth it all. When we see Jesus, it will be worth it all when we see Christ. The reality is, this is the watch therefore message. We, we, we suffer, we, we live. Listen, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. And that's just the reality of this walk with the Lord. We, we uh, humble ourselves, we're humiliated, we deny ourselves, we take up a cross and follow Jesus. That's our life here. Uh, we serve now because he came to serve. We will reign then because he will come back and reign. He's coming for us in the clouds any moment. At the judgment seat of Messiah, we will then experience a, 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 a time where we're given rewards and many will suffer loss as well. And we'll be given positions to come back and reign and rule with Messiah Jesus forever. Yeah? Will you be with us? Will you go with us in the rapture? Will you come back to, to reign and rule under Messiah Jesus? Will you escape a place called hell? What do you need to do? Deny yourself, repent of your sin, receive Jesus as Lord. When I say deny yourself, what I mean is turn away from your sins. That means to repent. Uh, believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins, the Lord God Almighty. The God the Son, the Son of God, He was buried on the third day, He rose again. And he loves you. And that's why he did that. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Where do I start? Right now. Cry out to him, oh Jesus, Lord, forgive me and save me. I trust in you. I believe in you. Thank you for paying for my sins. Help me to live a life that honors God our Father in heaven. And, and begin to follow him. Yeah? Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, as we're about out of time on this program, by your spirit, Continue what you've begun to do with this program in the hearts, minds, and lives of every viewer today and even save, heal, forgive, and raise up. Oh, thank you, Holy Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Well, it's been so special to be with you today. Remember, the Lord is the, in the restoring business. He's in the hope business. Put your hope and faith in Messiah Jesus. And watch, therefore, and be ready. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz 62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z-6-2 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website, watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. 
We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.